faith-based experience on love. Bad. 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 Life-based experience on love. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. I am your host, Badass Jones, offering personal advice and life-based experience on love, sex, relationships, intimacy, with a little Jamaican flair. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. I'm totally down for it. Got it. <laughs> what are you sipping? What's in your What's in your glass? Uh, this is cognac. Oh, is that the That's the after work beverage. That's the rolling no, into the late shift beverage. This is the late shift beverage. This is the, <laughs> the glass and the the, the the beverage. So it's just like you know, All I'm right. coming in here and I'm trying to yeah get into a zone, get into like a mood, yeah. into a vibe. I get it. I absolutely get it. No, That's but they do. They make my hands look like they're like three inches longer than what they are. But then it's weird because when they're short, it looks just as crazy. Like my fingers look <laughs> like nubs. Like I look nubby. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's not. It's not as crazy. You remember Coco from SWV? Oh yeah, oh. hers were super long. Oh, and it's funny yeah. because when I was that age, like you know, when they were popular and stuff like that, I was always wonder like, how does anybody do anything with those nails being so long? And then look what happened. No, here I am right here uh, and I, it, you know what the thing is it was hard for me to actually love coco because i was like yo although she's the lead singer i was like i prefer the shorter sister really i feel like the other truthfully i feel like the other singers didn't get enough recognition because the focus was so much on coco, coco. but the other singers yeah yeah uh, but then again i don't know you know what and um, I guess I, I could probably mention it during, during our conversation. There's this thing about, you know, feeling like sexual energy on people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I, hold on, make sure that this is straight. Yeah, I I don't know, it, it, even even women that I, that, I, that I meet, right? I realize and I can recognize that there are, there, there is sexual energy on them and it, it will lead me to actually go and approach certain certain women at, at, at certain point in time basically because I know and I can feel that energy and I yes. can tell you know what this is going to be a great experience between us you know what I mean and, I like that I feel like you're trying to tell me something like is that what's happening right now I'm just joking I've known you know about come you. on you left it wide open I've I had to but I've known about you no it's okay I've known about your energy from time like I mean I saw the interview with Elliot. I was like oh yo hmm and then there's that voice. There's that voice. It's it's a morning thing. It's not an all the time thing. It's a morning. It's not. It's not a morning thing. It's, it's a all the time. <laughs> thing. It's definitely an all the time thing. Really? And see, and then we get to how do we see? I I I I ran myself into this course because I always say like I, we always get onto the topic of talking about me, but it's me. Like I did it to myself, and now here we are, and so we're gonna move on. <laughs> no, but yeah, even the voice notes. It's like, oh my goodness. But it's, it's a, I'm telling you, it's a morning thing. Look, I don't sound like that now. Now I sound like regular me. Morning time, you're getting the bass. You're getting the morning, just woke up, trying to adjust to the day type of voice. So I have a, I have a um, uh, uh, scripted podcast plan. Okay. Your voice would be good for it. 
We could definitely, we could definitely, we could definitely talk, come off of that. Let's get started. Let's get started. <laughs> greetings, 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 and welcome, Pum Pum Posse. Bless up yourselves. This is the Pum Pum Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, AJ Badass Jones. You can find me on my social media platforms on Instagram and Twitter at the Pum Pum Chronicles. You can also follow my personal page, Badass underscore Jones underscore. There are links in the bio that will get to get you to many a thing. If you want to get in contact with me to uh, suggest content, uh, questions, anything that you'd like for me to respond to or anything thereof, you can do so in one of two ways. You can send me a text or leave me a voice message at 320-270-1086, or you can send me an email, thepumpumchronicles at gmail.com, and I will respond to you in either way. And of course, if you want to listen to the podcast and subscribe, follow, share the link, you can find me streaming on all platforms where podcasts can be heard, included but not limited to Apple iTunes, Spotify and Amazon and Pasi, I hope everyone is well we are winding down to the last days of summer Carabana is coming soon and anybody that is from Canada or Toronto understand that once Carabana is done winter is upon us we literally skip a whole season we might get a sprinkle of days here or there but while you can enjoy the weather enjoy the sun soak up all the vitamin D that you can ladies soak up all the vitamin D that you can and you know just you know be one with nature be one with the sunshine and enjoy things and ting and ting Posse we are doing a special episode today where I, th- I think I'm going to be reading but I don't know we're still negotiating that but it's yeah. quite possible but if you listen <laughs> to the episode where we had the men's panel discussion on the type of sex that you want as a man one of my special guests was none other than Mr. Late Shift Erotic Writer and I have him back today uh, to talk more about his craft, who he is, what he does, growing up in the city of Toronto and the foolishness that happens here because we are both from the same city. You know, so we have a different perspective on the way that things happen in the world of sex, intimacy, and erotic things. Mr. Late Shift, big up yourself. Whoop, 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 whoop. Hi, welcome back. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. So, of course, people who have listened to the last episode heard who you are, but if you can let everyone know, Again, who you are, yes. what you do, how they can find you, and all the good things that you got going on. So, Mr. Late Schiff, I am an erotica writer, um, creators of pleasures as well. Um, I um, I do a lot of things. I um, well, there's the writing thing. Um, I'm a screenwriter. I'm a published novelist. Um, nice. I do some photography also. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, 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 yeah. We, 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 we are there. We are here. We are here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, those are sort of things on the side, of the business side of things. Um, I also, um, I'm, but I'm working on several projects right now. Um, thanks to um, the last meeting we had, I'm actually going to be working with. Uh, I'm actually currently working with Omari the Rebel. Hey, and, see, we make those yeah. connections. We make the things happen and move. move. Love it. You know, you know we, we we we're working on a, on 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 a low on, on a low project. There, it's gonna be pretty 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 sexy, pretty 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 good. Yes. So uh, yeah. And if people forward. want to get in contact with you, how can they do that? Yes, forgot that. <laughs> uh, to get in contact with me, so um, you have uh, you can get in contact with me on uh, my Twitter. Uh, which I just recently got back. Uh, Are you banned from Twitter? What did you do over in Twitter, Matt Mbanya? No, I was not banned. I I just um, was not... 
at this at that point twitter would not allow you to actually have your account uh, associate unless unless you create an account um under your name it would right. not let you like link other accounts that you have created separately right. so recently i put back the lakeship account and uh Okay. Get it on my phone as well with the other one. So yeah, Mister underscore late. That's uh, the account. Let me change that name because I don't like it. <laughs> that's the account on Twitter. Um, on Instagram, you go and find me at uh, mr dot late shift. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, so we're gonna start with the most basic and obvious question of all times. How did you get into erotic writing did you start off doing like writing erotica did you start off writing i don't want to say children's stories because that would be a really weird transition but you know what i mean like did you what did, did you start off writing erotica and transitioned or did you start off writing something else and made your way over to the more sexual side actually the funniest thing is um when i first started writing i was writing scripts and uh i was 15 years old Shut up. Yeah. Oh, wow. And the reason why, okay, uh, French is my first language. Okay. Yeah. Say something in French. I don't believe you. Je peux parler en français pendant toute cette interview, si tu veux. Ce n'est pas de problème. C'est. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. You have to show off on people. All right. Wow. That's very nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, French was my first language, and I didn't get a lick of English. Uh, learned English watching the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I can't deal with you right now. <laughs> That's very true. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mother will tell you I would come back from or come back home from school, and I would just stay in front of the TV and just watch the Fresh Prince. That's very cool. That's and actually very cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I love the show so much. I wanted to be in it, so I started writing scripts of and putting a character of myself in it. And it really? was all, yeah. I wanted to be uh, part of the family. That's um, very creative and very dope, actually. Yeah, but at the time though, because the show was still running, right? Yes. We didn't have internet. The internet was not as popular. Internet had just popped. It right. It had just popped in. So, um, what happened is I all I knew was Quincy Jones was one of the producers or creators of the show because I saw his name every time at the end of the show. Right, Quincy, in the credits, Quincy Jones, and I'm like, right. I need to meet Quincy Jones. That was it. And I had sorry, hold on, hold on. You were <laughs> how old when you said this to yourself? I was 15. I love you. No, <laughs> no, like that's ambition. That is yeah. focus and ambition. Oh, trust me. For that whole year, from 15 to 16, I was on that, like writing and write. I was writing and writing and writing, and I was like, I need to meet Quincy Jones, and I kept writing a whole bunch of stories. And the thing is, I was not writing. I was not even thinking of, of me as creative at the time. I right. was just like, I was on a mission. I need to meet Quincy Jones. I need to get to that. You know. Okay. So did you write them and submit them or you just write, wrote them and kept them with the intention of one day meeting him and presenting them to him? That's what I was doing, yeah. Okay. And then the show canceled. <sighs> that must have broke your heart. Broke my heart indeed, but what ended up happening though is just like, the thing with writing, when you get started, 
it's like a drug you, you, you get these ideas and you just have to let them out you know what yeah. i mean and so i was like oh let me write movies now and then i started writing movies and i wrote bad boys too before it ever came out i wrote bad boys too in 1996 hold on that, what i wrote my 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 version of bad boys too. no i get it and yeah. you never sent it to any yo no. man you're playing around honestly what <laughs> never never and this is a this is another issue that i've had up until like the last five years i've never known where to go where to actually submit my stuff in order to actually get to where i want to go copyright your shit and send it to everybody <laughs> like straight up copyright your stuff yeah. and send mm -hmm. it to everybody i always say the worst that they can say is no or they might put it on a shelf and wait till it. But the worst you'll hear is no, and that's mm -hmm. it. But if nobody but you ever sees it, my friend. Mm -hmm. I know, I know, I know. And that's- Oh, that and... better be your goal for 2023. Like, real talk, <laughs> send your shit to everybody. Oh, trust me, 2023, we, we are here. We're gonna, okay. we gonna be in everybody's faces, everybody's DMs, all of that. We're gonna, so... be, we're gonna be there. So was it a, a weird, like, I know that, that writing scripts and writing, mm -hmm. uh, writing scripts is very different than writing a novel, just the way that it's exactly. set up. Like there are different things that you have to, like you, you literally have to, I think, input like all the cues in a script. So they know step-by-step step what's happening, where exactly. things are positioned, where they're expected to be and, and yada, yada. How mm -hmm. difficult of a transition was it writing scripts, going to writing novels? So now... The differences was basically um, knowing in terms of showing and tell. Okay, explain. But with the novel is the show and tell. Show your audience, don't tell them. Right. And so, therefore, like, you know, like, for example, you could say, um, uh, AJ was uh, cooking in the kitchen. Right. Or you could say, Robert walked into the apartments and the smells coming from the aroma coming from, you know what I mean? The kitchen, right. Yeah, As Adrian I mean? was cooking, right. Exactly. You put the, you put the person in the actual uh, spot and now it's a, it, it's a whole different thing. Right. Yeah. So that's what I was doing uh, in high school. Uh, my teachers actually encouraged me to change from script to uh, writing books. Nice. And that's what I did. And then I found religion. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on a second. <clears throat> There's clearly a connection here because oh, connection. you found religion and now we're at, when I'm on your social media and I see the things that way I post, none of those things are religious, my friend. Uh, you know, they no. might be in the biblical no. sense of man knowing woman and woman know, but they're not, they're not religious friendly. So no. how, no. what, what does that mean then? You, you, and then you found religion. When I found religion, um, at that point, you know what, it, and I'll say this, I think growing up, we are inheriting what our parents is uh, uh, putting us through, you know what I mean? Going to church Absolutely. and, all of that. and mm -hmm. we end up saying, Oh, this is what I this is what I got to do with my life because this is where my parents are leading me to. Yes, right. Um, but now, and and when I did that, I, I thought, you know what, this is basically what my life was supposed to be. So I stopped writing. Oh, I stopped writing for ten years. What? Yeah, 
10 years of me not writing i was just like all i was writing was like little bits and pieces right nothing that was nothing that was fueling like your creativity too, yeah nothing that was too secular because i still had the drug i still had the drug of wanting to write and i was writing just like little little small pieces but nothing nothing that you know that let my full creativity out right and um then uh basically i'll say my engage i, I was engaged okay my fiance she you know me this is a fiance in your church yeah okay yeah i'm seven people she channeled me with several people sorry you said several <laughs> you know several. what <laughs> okay several people and so now it felt like you know what what the hell am i doing this for so right. then i basically came to a point where you know what i'm done being being on the church side of things like i need to reinvent myself i need to find out who i am again and yes in finding out who i was again writing was at the forefront so i found a competition where they needed somebody to write erotica oh and i wrote a piece uh called valentine's day okay and, uh, yeah and um valentine's day was about a man who was frustrated with his uh with his life at work but also frustrated because he was not getting enough sex at home oh yeah and on valentine's day everything come everything sort of happened where he almost i'm not gonna tell you the story you yeah oh my gosh oh. <laughs> you gotta read that you gotta read that <laughs> okay <laughs> but, and yeah. so did you win yeah. the competition uh, I got published. That's up. Yeah, I got published um, with uh, the uh, what was the name of the the, the, the publication? It was called XOXO Publishing. Nice. Yeah, here in Toronto. Um, and then I, a few months later, I wrote another piece called. Sorry, it was a novella. It was called uh, Holier Than Thou. Hmm. And that was sort of me going back at the church with that one. Yeah. Uh... And I was writing about all the third time. But anyways. <laughs> so uh, clearly when you when you left so have you so you've left the church. Like you're not that's not your focus anymore. No. Was that so two things. How much of a conflict was that for you in making that decision and the reasons why you made that decision? And then in leaving that and going, as you said, reinventing yourself or or relearning a version of you as, mm -hmm. as an older, more mature man and more mature writer now, yeah. did that impact your family relationships or relationships with your friends who were still in church? Um, so I didn't have so, much, so many friends in church per se. Like, you know, my parents went to church the... The other people went to church. They had kids that were going to church. Right. We grew up with those kids and stuff. And, you know, we we sort of have our relationship based off of that. But then at the end of the day, we are not the same people that we were back then, right? Right. I, I, I um, when it came down to the whole church thing, I was not too, um, the, when I first left, it was uh, as an act of rebellion first. Mm. Um, thinking that you know what God is doesn't have my back. I don't have a I don't need to be around that thing. Right. And then there were times where I made attempts to go back, but then realized this is not 
it's not it's not what I want. It's not something that I want to 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 uh, engage in. You know what I mean? Right. So what ended up happening was uh, what ended up happening though more is is having to reinvent and having to uh, reconnect with me, understanding also other reasons why I did not I could not go back to church was because also I. I, it, I was a sexual individual I, I was a very sexual uh, individual and having to uh, suppress these feelings that I had and yes. call them evil feelings instead of you know you know what I mean embracing them yes. was was a huge problem for me you know what I mean because being horny to me it's like it's, it's a normal it's as normal as being hungry yep you know and having to basically uh uh vilify those feelings and get away from them to please how it looks in front of other people yeah because it's not it's, it had nothing to do with god it had it had everything to do with how it looks with other people right yes so it's like nah i i, I couldn't do that you know so i I had to reinvent not reinvent but I had to re- rediscover who I was yes. and then rediscover what it is that I believe in and understanding you know I mean where my spirituality lies so yeah this is uh this has been a journey it's been a lot of cognitive dissonance that uh, I've been experiencing with my family oh. that's what I wanted to ask you if there if there have been any um waves within your within your family or people that you're close to who either chastised you or just didn't understand or thought ill of you. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 Congolese, right? I'm I'm the firstborn okay. of an African family. And uh my a lot of guilt trips are coming started coming through a lot of uh oh I I I'm gonna keep praying for you. I I'm gonna pray that you go come back to church, that type of thing. Yeah. Oh, and also a lot of comparison from who I am now to who I used to be yeah you know, I mean when I was younger or moments when I used to pray things that like events that you know took place in the church where I was present but recently I had a conversation with my mother um when I went to visit her in the saga and uh <laughs> yeah, saga. yeah yeah <laughs> you know oh yeah, yeah. They, 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 uh, folks don't know about i hope they know about Masaga, brampton no no hi so, don't so. mention those places please they only know toronto that's all they need to know that's good they don't need to know about the outskirts and where people live and where yeah, much frequent yeah. dancing nah they need to know about Scar- scarborough too I, but that's the thing i feel like people only know toronto and scarborough they don't know like unless you've been here been here you don't know nothing about <laughs> peel region brampton mississauga georgetown them place that They'll know Scarborough because that's where like the Shataman live. So, you know what I mean? And they'll know Toronto and that's it. Because yeah. Drake's from Toronto. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, no comments on that. Yeah, right. But, <laughs> <laughs> we will say it. We will speak on that. But no, when it comes down to it, right? Um, recently, I had a conversation with my mom. Uh, so basically, we she was talking, asking me how come I didn't want to go. Uh, to church anymore and at, at this point I was I was I was doing my laundry over there yes and I was like you know what I have another couple hours before my laundry is done so you know what we're gonna have a conversation so let me go ahead and just like be truthful here because usually I avoid it you know right. what I mean and now it's just like you know what listen you're talking to 
an individual. Like I, I had to explain to her how, you know, I mean, when you're a man, you don't desire the same things that you desire when you were a child. Absolutely. You know I mean? When you're a man, you grow and you become, you, you, you grow into something different and you are not the same person you used to be when you were a kid. So you cannot always bring up who I used to be as a kid for 10, 15 years ago. Who I am today is not who I was yesterday. Oh, you know what I mean? Say that shit. Exactly. You cannot yeah. bring that, bring that, that stuff up again with regards to my, and I had to explain to her my growing up and my experiences had led me to understand that, you know what, you guys in church like to lead by, with fear. You like to mm. lead with shame, you know? And I had to get away from that because I don't like to be, I don't like to be fearful. I don't like to be shameful all the time. I don't want to operate from fear or operate from shame, yeah. you know? So I had to get away from church and I spoke to her about that. And the thing is, this was like the most honest conversation I had with my mom, my mom. And yeah. it was the... Uh, Really, truly, it felt like you know what? It didn't feel like she she wanted to to convince me to go to church no more. It felt like she understood. Good. So, I was very happy about that. Good. It's it's funny. I was related but unrelated, just as mm-hmm. far as like religion and sex and the ways in which we're made to feel shame and embarrassment about yeah. intimacy, about love, about sex, about our bodies. There's a whole chapter mm-hmm. in the Bible, uh, Song of Solomon, that's yeah. dedicated to intimacy and and all these you know sexy and wonderful and blissful and beautiful things but then the rest of the bible makes you feel like you know what i mean it's it's but just not even the bible like books of religion on a whole make you feel like this is something that's horrific and it's funny i was watching this this show where you know this girl was saying like her whole entire life she was taught that sex was a bad thing and that you shouldn't do it and then she got married and now her husband's expecting her to have sex with him and she like she couldn't fathom or conceptualize because her whole life she was told this thing was bad and now she's here with her husband and yes, it's your husband and you're supposed to do, but she couldn't, you know, she felt like if she hugged him and kissed him that that would be enough, like that's what intimacy was. Then the other problem is that we don't talk about it. We don't teach our kids what, you know, like what intimacy is and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So it took her the better part of two years before she was able to have sex with her husband to get over the shame and embarrassment and to know that this wasn't an evil thing that you were doing with a person that you love. Fortunately, he was patient enough and he understood like he got it and helped, you know, get her out of where she was. But could you imagine? It's, let me tell you, it's it's so crazy. The whole idea of suppressing, like, you know. What's natural. We were all born yeah. the same way. Everybody fucked. That's exactly. how we got it. 98% of us, some of us were conceived in a Petri de Chantin or implanted, but sex, we fucked. Everybody fucked to get here. Everybody. Yeah. Facts. Facts. No, I, I, and you know what? I was, uh, I had uh, found out about something. Uh, you heard about soaking? What is it? Soaking. Soaking. That's something that the Mormons do. Yes, 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 yes. Jump, jump pumping, hump jumping and soak. And yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know about jump pumping or. <laughs> so basically, I did an episode on it. So basically, yeah. two 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 Mormons that are dating one another, mm-hmm. the, they'll be naked, relatively yeah. naked, or at least naked from the waist down. The boy will lay on top of the girl, put his penis between her legs, not inserting, and then a friend of theirs will jump on the bed. No, no, sorry, I'm lying. He inserts his penis into her, but doesn't move. Yeah, exactly. That's that's where the soaking. soaking. Yeah. And then jump pumping is they'll have a friend jump on the bed, so yeah, it causes yeah. the motion. Yeah. And then, but they don't deem it as having sex because they're not physically doing it themselves. No, Bullshit. Like, 
<laughs> it's like Jurassic Park. If you don't move, you you can't see. <laughs> From you put your penis inside inside of anybody, that's penetration. You're you're there. Even if you don't come, you're there. Better you just fucking come and enjoy it. But you're there. Like once you're exactly. in it, you're there. Exactly. The whole the the the. Oh man, come on. It it's it, it, it was nuts. Like I I I'll say one story that took place. Um my ex from okay, came from Quebec City mm-hmm. Quebec City is a place too <laughs> yeah ah yeah, yeah. anyways <laughs> my ex is from Montreal so yeah I get it oh gotta yeah. love it gotta love it <laughs> uh, so she came visiting from Quebec City and uh, what, what happened is we ended up getting into something and I was deep into the religion at that point like you know me starting the religion I was deep into it and I felt guilty because one I nutted <gasps> oh yeah exactly but two so it was like, okay sorry I because <laughs> I felt guilty and I went I ended up going to my pastor to tell your pastor that you did this that I got involved with sexually with my with my ex and he was like, oh, no, don't worry. If you stay in prayer and, you know, stay with the word, you're going to get better. You will not have to worry about these feelings. And it's like, I think of, I always think about these moments, you know what I mean? Where it was like, I didn't do anything wrong, but I was, uh, like, I, I was told about, you know what I mean? Yeah, you 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 got to do, this is what you got to do in order to feel better, you know, in order to never feel, not feel wrong, not, not feel bad about it. So what, what was told to you that you had to do to feel better? Like, just pray? To pray. And that would absolve you of the feeling? To pray, um, to pray and to stay in the Word. I, I know I know you because you you know better now or you have a I don't want to say know better but you have a different perspective that you know that that was absolutely crazy like in hindsight looking back at that but I feel like I mean I, I always say this and, and, and I could be wrong I feel like black people by and large are the most irreverent faithful people when it comes to religion no matter what it is no matter what's happened no matter whether the pastor has done something that they like there's a and i know we're, we're straying off course but there's a pastor i don't even know what his name is he must have cheated on his wife about a half dozen more times or more and yeah. every time he publicly apologizes and she forgives him and i keep thinking to myself like really but this is this is what religion gives a lot of people it's like and if you look at him on a whole, you're preaching the word where you're telling people that they're not supposed to. But meanwhile, you can't control your own sexual desires because yes. you know that they are real and they are there. Yeah, exactly. You're trying to pretend exactly. that you don't want to sleep with the big booty girl that's giving you the gawk gawk 3000 <laughs> five hand twist and spinning her pump around in circles on you versus going home to your wife who is laying missionary all the time. You know what's in you and what you really want. But exactly. you settle because someone told you that those things are bad. Those things are, are wrong. Those things are, mm-hmm. you shouldn't do those things. Man, those things are living deep inside of you to have cheated on your wife that many times? Come on, brother. And the thing is, he probably doesn't even please his wife. That's the next thing. It's like, I mean, that that's a whole discussion in and of itself. The idea of marrying the woman who you're supposed to for the public visual of it because she's the good girl. But really and truly, who you want, again, is the girl that can spin in circles on your cocky while holding her knees suspended in the air. Do you know what I mean? 
You know, I, I heard that. I heard that. I heard that one time on the podcast where they said, "Why do men not marry the the best they've ever had?" And I'm because, like, it, because of the image. No, no, that's so much. Well, there's the image, yeah, but a lot of them is like, oh, it's 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 this thing in the back of their mind saying, oh, if she did it to me, she did it to someone else. I'm like, yeah, but she's with you. What is wrong with you? And then the she's crazy thing you. is, but you haven't had sex with anybody else. Exactly like, for real. And what then my other question is, as a grown man, you want to marry a virgin and then spend the next two years trying to train her to do the things that you like? I've argued with people about that. I do not want to marry a virgin. I don't even know if I mentioned it at the last... Uh, the, the, I the, think the, you did, last, yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I can't. Oh my gosh. I did you... <laughs> to start the trend and that's the thing about it is like I, I sometimes think that people don't actually think it all the way through it's like okay so if you're marrying someone who's 100% chaste yes no man has ever touched her before but yeah. you're going to be the man that has to train her and teach her to do the things that you like and there's no guarantee that she's ever going to get it straight exactly then what exactly exactly it's it's <laughs> the shit is ridiculous the shit is absolutely ridiculous I don't get it from sometimes but you know what some people they just, that that's how they that's how they get into they they I think also I think it's because of how it looks to others. Like mm. you said, the image. It is. Because you know, it's still a high school thing for them. Because like yes. oh because in high school you can people cannot know that you know you're you 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 eat pussy. Right. People could not know, know that if they know that you eat pussy, they're like, "Oh, ew, yo, that's disgusting! Like, how, how, how could you go and eat pussy?" Right, what but you'd rather give the impression that you're not enjoying the things that you enjoy exactly. because you don't want people to look at you a funny type of way. But I think mm -hmm. outwardly, it's the same sort of thing. It's like you know, um, it's funny. Like I'd seen a comment made about Russell, Russell Wilson, and Sierra. They were at some award event and she had on this sexy ass dress where the front of it was just literally cupping her breasts, but she's standing on a podium beside her husband and someone commented, oh, so she's what you guys consider to be wife material? And everybody's like, listen to the keyword that you're saying. She's somebody's wife standing up beside her husband who knows yeah. who she is and knows her history and her background and allows her to be her and she loves and respects him and gives him everything of herself. Like, are, this is why so much people out there are miserable and happy, you know? They're sitting down watching mm. people's cocky and sitting down watching people's pom pom and making <laughs> judgments about what people do sexually. Facts. No, facts. It's, 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 it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, I mean, it's like, they want the nasty shit. They want that nasty, that nasty stuff. Yep. But the thing is, though, to them, it's like they want. It's, it's like they want to control it. You yes. know what I mean? Yep. It's like it, it has to be nasty on their own time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And yeah. I, I, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't with that. Like to me, I encourages and not just for women, but for men too. I encourage the whole face. Get it. Get like you know, get, get like you know. As a man gets slutted out, as a woman gets slutted out. Get slutted out. out. Discover yeah. what you like. Discover yourself. Discover what you like. Discover exactly. yourself. Discover what you like. Because <laughs> a lot of these men, though, as much as they don't know how to please women, they don't even know what pleases them. Say that shit. Say they that don't. shit. They really don't. And it's like because one, you don't, you're not even giving yourself an opportunity to to to, to even enjoy sex. Yeah. As you should, yeah. Because you, it's just penetration. What if you like to, you know, have uh, have someone kiss you behind your ear? What if you like, 
You know what I mean? Having uh, uh, like there's your a nipples sucked on. I said, like having your nipples. You know what men don't know yeah. that they like having their nipples licked until they get their nipples licked, oh, and then they freak the this fuck is, out. This is this is religion for me. <laughs> we, we have sex. I mean, this is this this has to happen. It, right, it, it cannot happen. Right, anytime. you gotta lick and suck something. <laughs> Other than my you penis. Gotta, you gotta, yeah, my dick. Yeah, my dick get 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 some. But you know what? You gotta go to the upper area too. I don't give a damn if. No, I don't have titties. No, I don't. But you know what? You have a chest. And you have chest and you have nipples and they're sensitive. Yeah. They're sensitive Simple. and they need stimulation. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Come on. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause and we are going to be back with Mr. Late Shift. He's going to have me read some things and he's going to read some things, but you definitely don't want to miss this. <laughs> we'll be back. If you're looking for commercial ad space, product review, or brand sponsorship, please contact the Pum Pum Chronicles podcast for a rate quote and or media kit. That's the Pum Pum Chronicles at gmail.com. We look forward to working with you. Welcome back, Posse. Bless up yourselves. So uh, on this episode, we're going to do things a little bit different, as I mentioned. Um, So we're going to be, we collectively individually but collectively are going to be doing readings of okay so originally what was supposed to happen is <laughs> ask mr late shift if he would be kind enough to read a piece for us you know to give us a little dips on dips on the sexiness and i got hit with not aj you're gonna read <laughs> so i'm excited and i'm nervous I don't even know the last time i read anything but yeah so i'm going to uh so this piece is called the first last time the first last time. Okay, so yes. ladies and gentle folks, gentle <laughs> folks and good people, I am going to be reading a piece by Mr. Late Shift. Um, now, for those of you who know mind, his name, hmm? I just want to say, I just want to say, mind yes. you, I'm, I'm, I'm a. Sometimes I'm a bit of a slow starter. Okay. Sometimes I'm a bit of a slow starter, but once it gets going. It gets going. It's like that. It's like that. Re- the, them old time nineteen twenties cars with the engine. We have to rev, rev, rev. And once that bitch kicks in, <laughs> oh, you know what? Ahead. Ferrari got, got, ain't got shit on. <laughs> got shit on. <laughs> Woo. Okay, so this is called the first last time. The softness of the bed, the quietness of the room, and the anticipation something is going to happen. There's a presence right on me, spooning me. We've known each other practically all of our lives, from our awkward beginnings in high school up until the time we separated when I went to university out of the province. Staying connected through electronic devices, we remained the friends we pretended to be and entertained relationships with undeserving souls. But then I had my vacation. I was visiting and I spent the weekend at her parents' place with her, an entire weekend where we talked, laughed, held hands, and hugged like we did in high school, the best of friends. But with every touch, there's this anticipation. Just living through that weekend anxious and then the morning of the last day I was spending there on my best friend's bed, her spooning me like she had always done all of our lives. But that morning was different. She was holding her breath and not making any sound. And therefore, I felt that anticipation. I felt her hand tracing the length of my arm from my wrist to my shoulder. Whew, I bit my lower lip as I felt the electric charge of her touch. 
As she reached my shoulder, she moved her hand down my collarbone, felt the top of my breast, and stopped as she reached my nipple. She circled it with one finger, which led me to exhale at the feeling as she continued, forced me to let out a faint moan. Escape. She grabbed the nipple and pulled on it. I reached for her thigh and held on. She exhaled in my, she exhaled in my ear. And then I felt her other hand make its way under me. When she succeeded, she went straight for my panties. It was not as slow as her earlier movements. It felt like she was eager. My physical responses made her bold. With her hand in my underwear, she parted my lower lips with, and with one finger connected with my clit. Instinctively, I rubbed my ass against her. She responded by grinding against me. With my hand still holding onto her thigh, I dug my nails in her skin. She responded by sucking on my neck as if she were still trying to turn me on. She kept stimulating my clit and I could feel myself coming. I squeezed my legs as the feeling got stronger. She was relentless with the way she played with my pussy. The wetness from my pussy became loud. The feeling became so good, I let out a fuck. And it happened. The stimulation with my nipple, my clit, and my neck. I might have broke, <laughs> I might have broke the skin on her thigh, considering how strong my nails went in there. I might have broke the skin on my lower lip, considering how strong I bit on it when I came. My breathing was pretty intense by the end of it. I turned to her, and for the first time, we looked into each other's eyes with passion. We described with the passion we had described to each other on the phone. <sighs> Sorry, give me a minute. <laughs> I brought my hand to her face. We came closer to one another. I felt the thumping of my heart getting stronger as I got closer to her face. My best friend. For the first time, we were about to kiss passionately. And all my heart could do was get louder. Then I realized it was not my heart. Those were steps. Someone was coming. When we heard the doorknob moving, hey girls, it's time to get up. We quickly disengaged and moved to our respective sides of the beds. Shawnee, what time do you do you, I have to drop you off at the airport? With the sheets covering me, I, I slightly raised my head and said, we should leave in a couple of hours. Then you two should get out of bed and get ready. Breakfast is on the table. My best friend's mother got out of the room. We turned to each other and looked in each other's eyes again. We spoke to each other without uttering a word. We understood this was our last time. Our lifetime trajectories were going, were, were going to place us further apart from each other and this moment. That was the beginning of, beginning of us parting ways. You know, <laughs> I want to fight you. I, I want to fight you because you had me building up with excitement and then her mm. fucking mom came in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For those of you who can't see me right now, I have a look of utter disappointment on my face. <laughs> if you understood how my body temperature shifted while you were at the stop a couple of times, that was sexy as shit. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't expecting that twist. I thought it was like a guy and a girl laid up and hey, hey. Yeah, no, no, no. You know what? You know what? What? What actually uh, inspired that? I was watching this show. Um, what was it called? Um, uh, the Life of College Girls. Okay. It's on. Uh, it's on HBO. Okay. Well, crave for us, but. and so watching that show inspired this piece. Is there is there more is there more to this piece? Are you going to, you know, I could add to. I could, could add you to. please? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I could add to. 
Can we give them like another 10 minutes before the mom comes in? Like, I'm just saying. Because the other friend didn't get hers, right? Uh, you know, or get a little bit more. You know, yeah. I'm just. Was... See, mm. for me, a great writer is when I can visualize it and it yeah. changes my body temperature. And you did yeah. both of those things. Cause I, I read a lot, you know what I mean? And I, I've listened to people read and, and I was like, some stuff is really great and then other stuff. And then some stuff to me just sounds like wild and crazy and I can't even imagine it. Like yeah. I don't, everybody loves Zane and Zane's yeah. a great author and all that, but I can't get into Zane. It just feels like too, no, I can't. And I've tried. <laughs> I had a friend years ago that he was obsessed with Zane and he was like, oh my, I love Zane books. Mm -hmm. Gave me two, I read them and I was like, mm -hmm. They're okay, but I've never read Zane. Yeah, I've never read Zane. See, my guy, like the person I go to is Eric Jerome Dickey. Yes, yes, Eric Jerome Dickey. Yes, in terms of as a writer, I would say, like, rest in peace, first of all. But as a writer, I will say he is definitely like sort of my mentor. Okay, um, I mean, I, I want to ask you that, mentor. like, who your biggest influences or influences yeah. are. Because the way that man writes, I mean, one, you feel like you're, you're in the spot, but also, two, it's like he can be anybody. Yes. Anybody. Yes. He could be a hitman. He could be a woman. He could be anybody. Yes. Oh, my God. You ever read Pleasure? No. Oof. Okay. So I need to find Pleasure and read Pleasure. Pleasure from Eric Drum Dickey. First of all, I will say Pleasure is my... Um, I call it my move, okay? Okay. Because a lot of guys don't do that shit. But if I go on a date with you, we come and hang out at my house, you know what I mean? I'll put that book in your hand. And that very first chapter will get you to read it out loud. Oh. You in my arms, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In my arms, and you read that book out loud. And trust me, that very first chapter. We're having sex? First, oh, we, 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 we're not finishing the chapter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Sometimes well, I like it's those. I like... Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, I like books that still allow you to use your own um, imagination to fill in the blanks. I don't necessarily like books that give you, like, everything. And no. I feel like, I don't know, I, I felt like Zane's books just kind of gave, like, it, they just seem so, like, one book I read, it was about a lawyer, she was in her office, and she was horny, and there was a statue on her desk, and she took the statue, and she was rubbing her pussy with the statue, and I'm thinking to myself, like, granted, I, I'm sure somebody has done that, somebody's doing that right now, but the likelihood of that, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it just, yeah. if you had said she got flung on her desk, and somebody, the security guard came in and ravaged her, that, to me, I could understand more than... But it was those kind of things that, you know what I mean? Like the way that you write, do you write like um, Eric Jerome Dickey, mm. that it still gives you like, you know what I mean? It gives you, it gives you an opportunity to use your imagination and fill in yeah. the blanks. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Ooh. Most definitely. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I was talking about, about showing talent. Yes. You know what I mean? You gotta, you, you gotta show, but you cannot tell your audience. Yeah. Um, when you I have to leave them audience, wanting. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like you gotta force you get you gotta force them to actually imagine it because you gotta get get them to paint the picture. You know, what I mean, you gotta your words gotta paint the picture for them. Yes. I I when I did my first film, um, by the way, called she. Uh, sorry, no, that's not the late show, That's the other guy. But anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I did my first film, right, 
the thing with the first film is that I um I was I, I was trying to um how do you call it? I was trying to make it uh, seem as though I had the, the the film narrated. It was silent at first, but I had the film narrated at first. And it was like it felt like I was like holding people's hands and just like showing them like into every scene. This is what's happening. This is what's yes. happening. Meanwhile, they have eyes. They can see it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you gotta trust your audience. Yes. You gotta trust your readers. Yes. So when it comes down to the writing, that's that's exactly what it is. You gotta trust the readers. You gotta show them the scene so that it can be there. Yes. And especially when it comes to the sex. Especially when it comes to sex. And that's the biggest compliment. Like for somebody to say, like, I felt like I was there. I felt like I was, you know, that character. I I could mm. feel, you know, his mm. breath on my skin or her touch mm. on my arm. Or when mm. when they say that to you as a writer, like, yes, that's exactly yeah. what I exactly. what I was looking for. That's exactly. what I want to, you know, to pull out of the reader. You want them to feel like they were dropped right in the middle of the book. Yeah, exactly. That's that's always been my main goal. Um, when I write, I want people to basically come up to me and tell me, yo, I felt, I felt something, you know what I mean? I, I don't, I ever want people to say, oh yeah, it was good. No, I didn't feel anything. <laughs> right. it, was, it was good though. Right. I want people to come up with emotions. Like I, when, when I wrote my first novel, one, one woman came up to me and said, Robert, I'll, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. They're going to know anyway. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like using my, my, my other name when I'm, when I'm in relationship mode, but um, Miss Alicia, if I, I, I wanted to wring your neck, I wanted to like, you know, I was, because they were so invested in the actual yes. book. It's like, you know what? Oh, no, no, no. Now I want to, I, I want to kill you because of the ending. Hi, like, didn't I just say that about the piece that I read? Like, how are exactly. you going to just drop me like that? What do you mean? <laughs> what? She's just going to leave me and go to the airport. What are you saying? What? <sighs> Yeah. And that's why it's the first last time. That's why it's the first last time. And trust me, I I, I love it like that. I mean, shoot, it, it it reminds me of um the actually the first book from Dickie that I've ever read. Mm-hmm. Um, the other woman. That's the first book from me I've ever read, and I I was so involved. Like I was like, wow, like. The love scenes were one thing, right? Yes. But then it was the action in between, and it's just yes. And 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 if I go back to pleasure, I'm an erotic writer. Right. The first time I read pleasure, like there's entire chapters dedicated to a love scene, an entire chapter. There's like probably three or four entire chapters dedicated to love scenes. Right. I skipped those, those chapters because it was so much sex. Oh. So much of it. When I read it the second time, I was like, okay, cool, I can go through it. Right. The first time, I was skipping. You couldn't do it. That's like, <laughs> too much. Like, I, 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 it's overload. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but, I get yeah. that. Yeah, but I was <laughs> feeling it, right? Uh, so, as a writer, have you mm-hmm. ever received negative constructive feedback? that made you think twice about what you were doing while at the same time reinforcing for you that what you were doing was the right thing? Does that make sense what I'm asking? Yeah. You know, like sometimes somebody can say, oh, you know, whatever the negative feedback is, but then you think to yourself, you know what? 
if they're paying attention that much to what I'm doing, I must be doing something right. Like, have you ever mm -hmm. had that happen? Yeah, definitely. Um, because as you, you see, you read, uh, I wrote a story in the voice of a woman, right? Yes. And someone has come up to me. Um, and the thing is, before I release a piece, a lot of times, because I don't trust, a lot of times I don't trust my writing, like, you know, imposter syndrome that I have. You know yes. what I mean? Uh, and I let other people read it. And uh, mind you, that person, that was the last time I let them read my stuff. But the idea for them was that they came up to me and they told me, you're not a woman. You can't, you can't really uh, write this like that. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. That, that, because you don't have that experience. You should not be writing something that you have not experienced. Shit, I thought you did a great fucking job. My clit is still throbbing. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. No, because nipple play is a really big oh. thing for me and we totally digress. And I'm sitting here thinking of other things while you're talking because I'm like, okay, can we just calm down with the feeling, please? Like, calm down. <laughs> calm down. Like, that to me indicates you did a great job speaking from the voice of a woman. What the hell? Okay, <laughs> sorry. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> no, but... um the thing is though when she, when that person told me that i ended up like I, I started to think and i'm like is she right is she is she wrong and then i realized hold on there's so many people that wrote in the voice of you know what i mean different genders and stuff and did a great job about it there's so many people that have not you know what i mean like they were not hip men but yet still wrote a great thing exactly about hip um they're like there are people that wrote about you know army stuff but never went to the army yeah it's it's in my case i do a lot of uh, i do speak to a lot of women i do get a i do get a lot of perspective i do interview a lot of women as well and i get to find out you know i mean especially on the sexual aspect of things i get to uh, ask questions the women that i engage with sexually ask questions <laughs> like mm -hmm. to know yep. what is it that you enjoy what is it that you don't enjoy because then i'm like oh okay all right cool oh you like this like that okay great right. you're okay. getting the first hand the first hand perspective exactly exactly and although i'm not trying to you know have an endless list of women that i've ever slept to to to, to sleep with <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> although it, it's looking like i mean i'm going i'm heading in a, in a certain direction i i i, I just want to say when i meet and i engage with different women i just basically sort of feel like you know what i get that i i get that and i understand like you know all the differences that all these women are going through you know what right. i mean um recently actually not recently last year before um that tragic that tragic experience i had that i mentioned in the last uh, podcast that we did but yeah yeah uh you know the woman that couldn't suck it if you haven't listened to the last podcast episode that mr Lechip was part of go listen to that so you know what he's talking about now <laughs> yes please please please, please. <laughs> uh um, Are you choked I'm, up? I'm choked up. <laughs> Before that, I had the best sex I've ever had. Oh, absolutely best sex I've ever had. I'm talking about connection. I'm talking about responses. 
Yes. And so much so, and I'm talking about a, a woman who knows herself sexually so well. Yes. She was able to. It, it, it's not so much that whatever I was doing, but because she was in the moment. You know, what I mean, she was able to experience an orgasm without being in her head so much. Yes. Right. And whenever she she experienced so much of an orgasm at times, like at one point she even cried. And I'm not saying that I made her cry. I'm just saying she cried because that's how yeah. much of the feeling that she she got for herself. Damn. I'm just like, wow. And that hurts even more to know that you went from that to the other situation. Exactly. Uh, I'm, so like, sorry. Oh <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I felt cursed. <laughs> oh, felt like you going to experience the greatest sex you ever had. The next thing you know, you're never going to experience great sex again. Don't say that. Don't 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 knock yourself no, no. in that way. You don't know. No. I know, I know, I know. This you don't, know, don't, yeah, like don't, don't sabotage. I'm hoping for you that you find the better, best sex than that, because yes. that could have just been, you know, like that just could have opened up the the doorway. Because part of that too is about you and the way that your energy connects with her, right? So you know, anything's mm-hmm. possible. I'm, I'm hoping for you. I won't say praying because that's that's just crazy. But I'm hopeful <laughs> for you. Oh, I'm, I'm praying that the universe I'm gives that to every to you. God. I'm praying to every God. That, uh, <laughs> I'm praying to I'm praying to Allah. I'm praying to uh, uh, Jehovah, to Jesus, Jehovah. Vishnu, everybody. Yeah, I'm praying to all of them. Like whoever listened, yo, hook me up. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, those type of sexual, spiritual, spiritual connections. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I posted that on Instagram today uh, how I believe that. Uh, yes, the healing energy. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I agree. So now that you've touched on that, right? Like, so on the flip side of that, I've heard people say that, oh, you know, our, our energy traps other people's energy. And that's why this, that, and the third, and we care about people's negatives and people's, you know, different every, every, so every partner that you've had, that's had a partner, that's had a partner, that's had a partner, we're carrying all those people's sexual energy, which I think is utter bullshit. I think we're responsible yeah. for our own and what yeah. we, what we give to other people in the way that we connect. But there are people mm. who truly believe that, oh, if you sleep with multiple people, you're carrying around everybody's energy inside of your body. I don't, I, what are your ties. thoughts on that? So they're speaking about the soul ties. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Uh, I, I'll say this. You've had partners that you've had sex with and you they, they are definitely not memorable. Yeah. They are people that, you know what? If, if you, When someone mentioned them by name, like, and then you, they remind you, it's like, oh, that right. person. Oh, right. I totally forgot about that person. Yeah. Meanwhile, you had a sexual experience with that person. Yep. You know what I mean? As much as a soul tie could have been created at the time, this I believe soul ties have a... Um, they, like an expiration date. They have an expiration date, expiration yes. time. Yes. You know what I mean? Some soul ties will last a minute. Sure. Some soul ties will last a lifetime. A lifetime, yeah. Because you know what? It was. It's based on the connection that you have with the person, right? You know what I mean, because before before the sexual experience, there's a connection you have with that person, right? And um, as and much people... as caring, yeah. It's okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say as much as you're carrying, you know, what I mean, uh, someone's. Um, someone's experience or someone's energy or, 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 or whatever it's not so much the energy that you had during sex it's the energy that you have with that person period right or as a whole 
And I feel like people's people's connections change as well. So for me recently, I reconnected with somebody that I dated like, well, I don't even know what to call it, if it was dating or whatever, but I haven't seen or spoken to this person in like almost 10 years. And if you had caught me 20 years ago when we were kind of together, like every time I saw him, I wanted to be in his skin. Like, you know, we would like our energy was fire all the time. Now, recently when I've seen him, it, I, the first thing I said to him when he reached out to touch my arm, I was like, don't touch me. <laughs> and I, like, I was dead. Like I, I just didn't want, like his energy felt like it had shifted. Like it felt bad and negative. Mm. And I didn't want him to touch me to feel that mm. on my skin or feel that like close to me. Um, and he's like, he tried to make a joke like, oh, haha, you know, it's, it's, it's still that same chemical thing between or whatever the chemistry between us. I'm like, it really isn't like you feel mm -hmm. negative and I don't want that near me and I don't want you touching me. And so I realized like there was, and you know, I thought maybe if I saw him, there would still be that thing that connected us or attracted me to him. And it was just, nah, it wasn't, it just wasn't there. Person. Right. But then so was he. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I remember I told a friend, uh, she, uh, well, she's an acquaintance now. Um, at the time, she was reconnected with a guy from high school. And you know what? It was basically a love of her life or whatever. And I was like trying to explain to her, yo, that love of your life, this dude is, that's, that's, that's high school. That's who yeah. you remember. You that's when I mean? you're a kid. You gotta reconnect with him, but you gotta understand who he is now before you engage into anything further with him that's long term. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And um well, she didn't give my advice. Well, what um, I say? Who, who don't thing, who don't hear must feel? Exactly. And yeah, the whole thing just basically went through whatever it went through. And that's their situation. But I mean, at the end of the day, I was I, I believe, I honestly believe, you know what, you have to with someone that you have not been, you have not connected with in a long time, yes. it's not going to be the same thing. It's not no. going to be the same experiences. No. That person is going to enjoy a whole, a whole slew of different type of pleasures because they've had different partners that yes. taught them about themselves or something, taught them about things that they like, taught them about things that they don't like. Sometimes yeah. some of the things that you used to do that you thought that they like, guess what? They, they don't like anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? And sometimes there are things that you know that that you didn't you you wouldn't have never thought that they were into it. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, you, we gotta get into that ass now. Right. You know what I mean? Type of thing. Uh, it's 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 so like it's it's different. Like for example, me, I hate feet. Yes. I <laughs> yes. I can't do feet. Um, also, I don't like to do anal. Like, I don't like to yeah. go in, to go in anybody's ass or whatever. But you know what I mean. I will please a partner and, and, and get it done. Yes. But who knows? Maybe I meet my wife, and my wife is so much into these both these things. Yes. And the thing is, I am so much into her. Yes. Yes. I enjoy doing these things. Now. Yes. Yeah. It's the energy between the two of you, and and your love for her that makes you want to make sure that she's pleased and she's happy. Facts, facts, facts. And I, I'll be honest, <laughs> although, although, although uh, a lot of folks have told me, um, you know what I mean? Like it, you would have to, uh, sorry, uh, no you would have to, uh, what, did, what, what did these folks say? You would have to um, be rich in order to uh, get into those type of relationships such as 
polyamory and stuff, right? Or just not live in Toronto because Toronto sucks for everything. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We, we have to talk about that because you and I have a different perspective and understanding about the sexual culture in Toronto. Oh. It's, oh. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about it because right now <laughs> I just found out Houston has polypalooza. And what, what do we have? Yeah. Huh? I said, what, what, do, what do we have? We What do we have? Yeah. No. Yeah. Bad but just even when, you, when you think about like the sex scene or the kink scene, I think we have, uh, we have that, the, like a, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a leather, a leather fest, leather and leather and something. I can't remember what it's called. Um, I think we had the everything to do with sex show. Yeah, we do have that. And I don't think, like, I don't think we have any sort of kink conferences. And if they, if they are, they're definitely not focused towards uh, Black people or people of color. It's, you know, primarily centered around white kink and white, white fetishes. And if there are a lot of Black people present, it typically is because we're being fetishized in yeah, some exactly. way, shape, or form, you know? Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> So I did want to ask you that it, it, as far as cultural influences, both being Congolese and having, uh, you know, grown up a portion of your life here in Toronto, like me being, being Jamaican born and growing up in Toronto, I know like the, the, the influence on, on both sides and kind of having to find myself amidst those two things. How has that been for you or how was that for you in, in terms of the evolutionary process of, of becoming Mr. Late Shift? Um... Well, first, understanding that uh, not everything is to be shared with amongst uh, people, whether it's be family, especially family. Yes. Uh, some family members have to be have to be removed from your, um, you know, for for your freedom to be expressed properly. Some yes. some some people have to be removed from your. Um, and that's uh, and that's real. That that's absolutely real. I uh, found myself. Um, I was sharing some of my erotica on. Um, the thing is, I was going on all platforms. I was on Instagram, I was on Facebook, I was on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, even. <laughs> oh, okay. And my uncle, who follows me on LinkedIn, saw the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and basically decides to call my parents. And my parents what? called me. What? Yeah, my parents called me and they asked me, are you writing some some, some filth on, on, on LinkedIn? And I'm like... They called it filth? <laughs> call it filth. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean filth? And they say, oh, your uncle called and uh, tells us that he read some of your stuff. I'm like, uh, listen, um, you know what? <laughs> First of all, the fact that they called it filth, like their age alone, that tells me alone, that alone tells me their age is like, why are you exactly. filth? Like, exactly. Sorry. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, there was that. And then that uncle, that uncle who, and I promise you, that man and I probably shared in the 41 years that I've been in this world, that man and I, if you combine all of our conversations together, it'll amount to 10 to 15 minutes. Damn. In the 41 years that me and him, that, that I've been alive. And he saw fit to call your parents to tell you this? Tell to them tell that? Them this. And wow. then he tried to call me, asking me to call him. And I'm like, no, you don't have 
no, I'm not, I'm not calling you back. I don't have. I don't need to have a conversation with you. Exactly. Especially about these things. You and I don't need to talk about nothing. We never talk. You don't get. You don't get. You don't get that. So there's that that I realized when it comes to family, when it comes to culture. Then when it comes to Toronto, uh, I find a lot of the men, like I mentioned earlier, it's a lot of um, having to be looked at as you know what I'm the man right you know what I mean like all the other men they look at me they see me high value right yes thank you Kevin Samuel for that term uh, <laughs> high value man you know what I mean you want to be considered to be a high value man um, at the end of the day I don't care if anybody thinks of me as a high value I know how I see myself I know who I am as a man yes You know, and and that's what I respect before anything, and people are going to respect that 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 version of me as well. At the end of the day, too, I don't care what. Yeah, I don't care what what, what other folks are going to come up to me and, and and say or think. But yeah, it's a, it, it's the ridiculousness of uh, being how you call it <laughs> of being under this microscope and being seen. But others in yeah. in hoping that you know others are not going to judge you for it. No, They're going to anyways because people are assholes. Yeah, exactly. So when I live in Toronto, when I walk in Toronto, people understand that I am who I am. I will speak on, I'll speak on. You know what? Women getting together. I'll speak on men getting together. I don't have no issue talking about it. People are going. People could. One thing is, people cannot speak on me. They're gonna speak on my sexuality. They're gonna, yes. they're gonna speak on anything about me because, at the end of the day, I am who I am. There, and you know, I mean, that's 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 how I conduct myself. So, yeah. Yo, guy, wise man's writing about next man's having sex and looking at things and things and certain positions. Real men don't do those things, fam. Like, really? Yeah. And then exactly. it begs the question. So, so what do real men do? In your opinion, what do real men do? Because at one point in life, real men didn't eat pussy. Real men just got their dick sucked. And then at one point in life, real men didn't like, you know, uh, getting their their asses eaten. They only liked, you know, certain th- like what 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 makes them a real man versus anybody else is the question I always ask. Real men don't look at what other what the men. Uh, I don't wait for validation from other men. That's that's, that's what I, I'll say. You know what I mean? Your validation does not come from from other people. That yeah. is a real, you know what I mean. It would be uh, nice to know that we have spaces where you know what I mean. Like yeah. you and your best friend, you and your best brethren could talk about a sexual experience without it being weird. Like he could say to you, "Yo, I had this girl do X Y Z to me." You know what I mean? And then he's not getting looked at sideways because that was something that he enjoyed. It, it's weird to me. Like I've always said, I, I don't understand why we are so invested in someone else's pleasure when that person is not our, the person that we're pleasing or not being pleased yeah, by us. Exactly. Why are we so invested in what other people are doing sexually? See, that's that's the fun funny part for me because sexually we. I, I, I don't I don't know why why would you want another what 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 would you want to be why you what why you would you want to know what another man is doing you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I I don't care what another man is doing I don't care what 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 the, I, what makes him nut won't make me nut because that has nothing to do with you and when they're sitting down like yo guy you let a woman eat your ass I would never do that okay it's great that you wouldn't do that and why are you why are you trying to embarrass him for the type of pleasure mm-hmm. that he enjoys. 
Like, yeah. and, and you know what? It's it's really weird because I feel like we have the religious confines without the religious confines, meaning that it's it's been so ingrained in us in one way or another about what pleasure is supposed to look like that people have difficulty in uh, defining pleasure for themselves. And they don't want to step out of the box because of this concern of how they're going to be seen. But my thing is, you realize that the only way people are going to know you're fucking is if you tell them that you're fucking. Exactly. Absolutely. This is another... And and that's another thing. I, I don't get it. Like, for example, um, recently, by the way, Twitter, best place for porn. I don't care. I say what that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> best place for porn. Um, and I'm seeing this 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 this, uh, this uh, uh, profile, and they're sharing uh, how this woman, uh, this man is basically doing the dishes, and his wife comes from behind, pulls down his shorts. She has a dildo strap on, and she basically starts fucking him, right? And a lot of people are saying, "Oh, they're calling him gay and things like that." And I'm like. Oh, but it's him and his wife. It's him exactly. and his wife. It's a man and a woman. It's a man and a woman. Exactly. It's a man and a woman. Like I mean, how is he gay? And it's like, oh no, no, y'all people don't 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 get it. I mean, it's it's a man and woman. They are enjoying each other. You know what I'm saying? And it's um a lot of people basically want to normalize. And I think no, uh, you know what? I'll say this. I've said this to a lot of people. I believe the most normal person is of someone who actually can recognize their own intent. Right. Right? Yeah. And anybody that wants to normalize anything, there's no such thing as normal. You got things sexually that you enjoy. That makes no sense to me. Like right. me It's what's normal for you, the person. There's exactly. no such thing as a global norm. It's what's yeah. normal for you as the person. Exactly. I don't understand what it's like to um, run a train. Right. Like, you know, the, the, those things that, although it's a threesome, I, I don't understand this whole this whole idea of running trains. I don't understand that. Right. I, no, I, I, I don't want that. I don't want that in my life. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I don't, I, although I don't care for you. No, I don't care if to have another man in the room with me. Right. I'm I'm very greedy. Bring more women for me. That's, 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 that's what it is. This man said bring more women. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm greedy as hell. <laughs> my, meanwhile, I never... You know what? One thing also, people never... I, I never had a, a, a threesome. So do people have a misconception about you that you're like in yeah. all kind of pom pom left, right, and center yeah. because you're an erotic yeah. right? Yeah, I kind of figured. And you're yeah. like, nah, it's not even like that. They're like, yeah, yeah, sure, you're lying. Like, yo, guy, hook us up with some girls. You like a writer, you know, lots of, you like lots of jubies, like lots of catty. Cat, like, just hook us up. And you're like, no, this relationship is supposed to be, this relationship is supposed to be swimming in pussy every freaking night according to them. No, <laughs> you're like I'm at home sipping cognac, talking to AJ. That's that's what's yes. going on. That's yeah, pretty much. I I, <laughs> I don't have that, and and also because I'm very selective with the energy I share now. Yes, yes, very selective with the energy I share. I do not share energy with just anybody. I just look into it and I just like you know what? No, I want to have the energy that I share with people. 
I'm not going to let anybody, just any, any and everybody just basically get into it. Yeah. yeah. Because Absolutely. my energy is sacred to me. Not just my energy, my time. Yes. Sacred to me. Yes. And you cannot get that shit back. Exactly. That's <laughs> true. So before we go, um, two things. Um, you said that you were published. If you can let uh, the listeners know the titles of your books and where they can find you. And also too, if um, uh, uh, I want to say words, words of wisdom, words of inspiration, words of encouragement for anyone who is currently writing and in a place of uncertainty about the work that they're doing. Yeah. Um, trust yourself. Trust your words all the time. I mean, at the end of the day, you have a perspective that someone is waiting for you to hear, that someone is waiting to hear from you. And okay. that person is out there waiting to hear from you. And because you don't trust yourself, that person is not hearing it. You have to, you have a, the fact that you have a story means that you have a duty to actually put that out there and let somebody else oh. hear it. I like that. Yeah, most definitely. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I'll reveal who the other guy is. That's Robert Malolo. Uh, <laughs> the, the author, Malolo. Robert Malolo. Yes. Right, that's right. The author. Um, Robert Malolo, you'll find the Wyme, the uh, novel. That one is out there. Um, I do not have any from the XOXO publishing. This is a funny thing. Anything that they've published from me. Yes has been removed from shelves i can i do not have there's no access to them i cannot find them or anything like that what about on amazon i feel like amazon has everything not even on amazon i couldn't find it oh wow yeah so now it's like i have to like they've gone out of business and they took even the uh isbn numbers uh from uh from above damn yeah so i have to uh look I, like the, basically the searches I have to make for I have to make a few searches in order to find the uh, early uh, publishings. Yes, but most definitely you'll find uh, Wyme, uh published. You'll find it at Amazon. You'll find and uh, online uh, at Amazon. You can uh, order that uh, that book. Okay, uh, that's uh, mine. I have an upcoming book that I wrote. That's on its way called Just okay. Chances. Okay. Romance. And as I was telling AJ earlier, I have this uh, scripted podcast that I'm about to get started. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sexy voices. And, you know, you guys have heard AJ. <laughs> They're tired of hearing me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ain't nobody tired of hearing me. <laughs> People want to hear that voice. They want to hear that voice. And could you hear that voice as she comes? I mean, come on. Yeah, it's. But they haven't heard that yet. Well, some of them that. have. I, you know, we're talking about the wrong thing right now. We're supposed to be talking about you. How did we get back here Ain't again? Nothing wrong about about nothing. Ain't nothing wrong about with someone. <laughs> not, so someone's. Oh man, come on! Ain't nothing wrong about that. They don't know. They don't know about all them things. 
So they can it's, it's been a it's been a consideration. It's it's definitely been a consideration. I don't know if the world's ready for that yet. We're gonna we're gonna see. Maybe that'll yeah. that'll be the thing for uh you know going into the new year. We'll see how that goes though. Send links so people can know. <laughs> Send them links. <laughs> Mr. Lakeship, thank you so much for being a part of this conversation with me and for sharing, Mm -hmm. you know, bits and pieces of your of your life and letting us know who you are and how you became the man, the great Mr. Lakeship. Thank you so much for allowing me to read your piece, goddamn. (laughs) I just needed like an insert, just a 10-minute insert of them together before the mom comes or maybe when she closes the door they're late for breakfast I'm just saying yeah. you know constructive constructive feedback on ting on ting on ting but could you please let the listeners know again who you are how they can get in contact with you where they can follow you and subscribe to all the great things that you're doing yes Mr. Leishev Erotica Writer you can find me at on Twitter at Mr. Underscore Late you can find me on Instagram at mr.lakeshift. And uh, you can, um, right now, just look out for the scripted podcast, The Late Shift. It's coming soon. Nice. Uh, first uh, series that's going to come from it is going to be called The Crowd. Oh. Um, and like I said, uh, you might hear AJ in that. <laughs> I feel like that's becoming like a request because that's maybe like the third or fourth time it's been so we'll, we'll definitely talk about that you might hear AJ there <laughs> manifestation you know what I'm yes, saying yes. manifestation yeah um, there's another piece um, this one I call future hey. I'm not going to read it I'm not going to read it but you know what? It's, uh, it, how are you teasing it, people like that and then saying not what I, let me just tell you the, the first line yes is it all started with the booty rub can we get at least a second line, please? Just, just how about the first the first paragraph? I'm begging the first paragraph. Begging the first okay. paragraph for the audience. Just the first paragraph. Okay. Okay, okay. It all started with a booty rub. I mean, imagine starting to wake up in the morning and then feeling something rub up against your dick. Yeah, your dick being stimulated while you're barely aware of your surroundings. You're alone, set ablaze, and your eyes are far from open. I was big spoon and she was little spoon. That's how we always slept. She started rubbing her ass against my dick and instinctively, I took a hold of one of her breasts to her loose tank top. She let me moan, signaling a pleasure which I use as a cheer to move forward with my intent to deal with these desires. That's the first paragraph. I'm not gonna fight you. 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 I'm just gonna say I'm not gonna fight you, but the anticipation of when the rest of that story drop. When is that? When is that? Where is that dropping? Where can we find that? This 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 is going to be another um, scripted podcast. This one is gonna call. It's gonna be called Future. Okay. Well, we are definitely. I I'm gonna speak on behalf of everybody. We are definitely looking forward to that you you have a great way of building up anticipation and i feel like i want to fight you but i'm not gonna fight you i'm not gonna wild you i'm not gonna wild you listen all, all physical interactions are welcome <laughs> <laughs> listen <laughs> here 
They're all welcome as far as I'm concerned. They all work in my favor as far as Oh, my goodness me. Mm-hmm. Pum pum passe before Mr. Late Shift makes me get myself in trouble. Big up yourself. This has been another episode of the Pum Pum Chronicles podcast. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. It's been great having you. I hope that you are all keeping up with your self-love and your self-care as always. Mr. Late Shift, big up your blood clot self. Thank you for being <laughs> here. I appreciate you. The readings <laughs> were great. The anticipation you have created my goodness mm. why do you feel like we need a cold shower a very 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 <laughs> cold shower yeah posse stay up stay blessed check on your strong friends and we will talk to you soon peace
can be my king. 